For sure. No, but it is tough because, yeah, man, especially with people you feel protective, watching them, you know, take the take the training wheels off and, and enter life as a full contact sport. You know, those first couple, those first few falls on the face for anybody, I'm, you know what I mean? It's tough to watch, you know, y'all, ooh, <laughs> you know, first time broke your phone, you know, first time you get locked out of your apartment and you're calling people that can't help you, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First time that you uh, miss a bus that is supposed to take you home, you know, like the the first, these just these L's that you take, and the L's. yeah, it can be the tough. L's. It can be tough. Those U- lessons, universal L's. Yeah, big facts. We all take them, bro. And they're not everybody doesn't take the same ones, but we, you see them, and you can recognize depending on like the lifestyle you've lived when somebody else is doing is in a similar phase. You know what I mean? And you get like up. Oh. I know the speed that you got to move with that face not to get in an accident. Move fast. <laughs> you move <moving> fast. <laughs> but then again, com- <laughs> comparatively, bro, because we went to college together at the University of Illinois. So, like, the That's speed that we're moving at does not. Got Hey, hey, we did about nine movies. It was about nine movies. Four years. He said that was Fast and Furious. That was was nine movies in four years for sure. Mad Knots in college, bro. (laughs) Mad Knots, bro. Just shoot off. Real talk. So I, I see I see that in in my sisters, even in my cousins and everything. I'm just like, listen, man. I don't know what y'all doing, but I'm I, I'm positive it wasn't as bad as what I was doing, and I just hope that y'all realize that if you need advice about that type of thing, I'm over here. I got a wealth of blessings. That's the role we take on. We take we become the mechanic. We see him become yeah. a mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> I seen you going fast. I knew he was gonna break that axle. Here, come on, bring that in here. We're gonna lift come that up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's that's feel like it's too, bro. That's yo. Have have people started calling you like old head and stuff like that? I I get that these days now. Yeah, I don't even get I don't even get that, bro. Like I don't even get. Yeah, I mean I get the I get the look like I'm a, you know, like I'm older, like I'm not a kid anymore, right? So like in certain spaces, like you know, I'm looked at like either a student. That's the one I get the most. I always everybody, no matter where I'm at, think I'm a student. You got to be a student. (laughs) Or, um, yeah, man, like kids, even like high schoolers look at me like I'm a mister somebody, like I'm a teacher or something like that. And that's wild yeah. to me because I'm thinking like, man, I feel more like y'all than I do. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm still a kid. Like, I'm still a kid. At, I mean, at heart and just in the sense that like, you know, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't know, bro. I guess as a kid, I always assumed that adults just had this thing inside them to impose authority over the kid, any kids that were in the space. You know what I mean? I felt like if there was an adult around, they were always trying to stop kids from getting into trouble or having fun or something like that. Yeah. And I, ha- I have no, you know what I mean? Like when, I, when I'm around uh, like kids in uh, like high schools and uh, like the community centers and stuff like that, I'm always like, go about your business, bro. Like I'm not, I'm certainly not gonna tell you for anything you're doing. You know what I mean? Like I'm, <laughs> I'm not, my name is Paul and that's between y'all. You know what I mean? Like. But it's interesting. But it's just interesting. Like you're a cool teacher. They looked at like a, a well. I don't know. They look at me like an adult, and they certainly do. Like like there's been times where I've been like having a discussion with kids, and like I'll accidentally cuss, and they'll all be like, "What's up?" 
but they've been cursing the whole time. You know what I mean? But for yeah. me to curse, there's like, whoa, 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 he's spicy. Oh, you know what I mean? He's, <laughs> he's not like the others. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? And it's just, it's just interesting. Uh, yeah, it's just interesting. Not being a being feeling like a kid, being treated like a kid, um, and then everywhere else, I'm a student, no matter Bro. what. Mine, now you at my steps. I wish we could reconnect. I wish we could. I just, uh, hey, bro. I just, uh, I just, uh. yes, sir. Hey, 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 look, look. Listen, I don't even want to go any more further with any of this hot, hot content we got going on, any of this, uh, any of this A-class top-notch banter. So let me go ahead first and welcome absolutely everybody, everybody, everybody to the All The Way Live podcast. You know what it is. This is nothing more than a conversation between two best friends, between two brothers, between two black men. And we break down pretty much anything that ranges from the celebration of life to current news, current events, and how we have broken that up for you guys today. And how the show usually works is we come through with three different topics. We have Stumble Upon, and in Stumble Upon, me and Miles bring forth to you topics, thoughts, things that we have stumbled upon during the week. And we break that down for you. And then from there, we pivot into current news. Now, in current news, we pick up anything that's relevant, anything that's hot. Today, we're breaking down that UFC fight. I know y'all saw that UFC fight. We're going to break down some of uh, Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul. What does it mean? Does the culture care about it? Is Floyd Mayweather running out of cash? We don't know. Break it down. We'll see. And then from there, we jump into recommendeds and review. <laughs> don't laugh while I'm doing my thing, man. I'm being serious right now. Miles. This dude, this dude. Mayweather money is serious money. That's hilarious. So Miles keep it going. Like, acting like this is his first introduction. So um, we got recommended and review. And in recommended and review, this is where we engage with you, the fans, the people. Um, this is where we're going to our comments, speak to people. You guys let us know what we should review, what we should recommend. Today, the topic is the top leading, top leading black men in Hollywood. We're going to break it down, 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 down. So, please don't forget to like, comment, subscribe on our YouTube, on our Instagram, Spotify, anywhere that we at. Follow the brothers. We'll keep dropping this hot, hot content on your head top. And without further ado, I welcome you to the All The Way Live podcast. Damn it. I know y'all know it's going to be Perico today. I know y'all here is Perico today. A1. <laughs> What up, bro? Hey, Let's what up, my brother? What up, my brother? I'm good. Another another beautiful day in uh in all the way live town. Yes, sir. Cooling, man. Cooling, man. Yo, the house that live built. This is nuts, bro. This is nuts. The energy in here is crazy right now. For sure. Crazy right now. For sure. And it seems to it seems to always be. And I don't know about you, but th this energy is almost only felt when I'm doing this right here. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a part of, you know, trying to manifest something that you, that this, this is, I think one of the, the farthest visions, you know, to try and, to try and make happen. And I, I think every inch closer is, is, is exciting still. I hope it continues to feel that way. You know what I mean? To, to making every incremental person that can see the vision, I think is a win. And I think that's, it's beautiful to be on this journey right now. For sure. And like, we actually just got our Spotify numbers back 
um, you know, it gives you the year, uh, the YouTube wrap up and tells you, you know, hey, you guys have, have like got this many plays, this many listens. Listen, the fact that there's more than just one to me is an achievement. And we say it every week. We, we reserve, manifest, and intentfully provide this positive energy onto this podcast for you guys. That's what this show is all about. Yeah, for sure. We've we've curated the vibe, so welcome to it, man. Welcome to it. <laughs> hey, big bro. Let them know how you feeling out there, man. Dap in, bro. What you uh, what you coming in here with? How you get like you is? Like we see you today, full of energy, full of life, joyful and whatnot, bro. How you get like this? How I get like hey, that? Man. How I get hey, like man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Let me let me tell you the the recipe, um, on this on this day was to start off doing yoga, you know? I think the whole, the, ex- the, the, the exercise of this podcast for me is being present in communication, being present in, in the conversations that we're having. And so to, to preempt that and to, to prepare for that, I tried to lead the day with a, 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 a presence exercise such as yoga, you know? So coming in here with some peaceful yoga energy and all, and of course, man, the, the utmost excitement to, to, to talk to my brother, to talk to these people, to talk to all the way live nation, bro. These are our people right here. They give, they give us energy. Yeah, for sure, man. What's good live nation, man. You know, ah, man, feel good to be here, bro. Yo, t- here, tell man. me, man, how good how good does it feel to be here? And also dap on in with the people. Let them know, let them know what Miles Xavier's bring to the table today. What's good, people, man? Yo, this is uh, and you know, you alluded to it a little bit, but I think intention is a key word for me today and this week, and just like the space I'm in right now, just being like intentful um, about what I'm trying to do, who I'm trying to be. Um, what I want to create, the impressions I want to leave on people, just everything, right? You know, the end of a year is always a time of reflection and reflecting over the last few days and whatnot. It's really been, to me, like, what's been clear is I'm shifting from a phase, some, from a phase of uh, sometimes you you set up a system of beliefs and sometimes, and, and, and you're working toward, you know, figuring out what do I believe? You're discovering yourself. Um, and you're, and you're really actively trying to explore and push boundaries and limits. And other times you find a, a, a downslope and you're coasting on that emotional work, that intellectual work, all those conversations, right? And you're, you're chilling for a bit. And I'm definitely transitioning out of a brief, smooth slope, right? Of just like enjoying and observing the fruits of my like uh labor manifesting mental labor right um and now moving back into a period where it needs to be more intentful intentful about how i spend my time um intentful about being better uh and not letting you know that smooth period plateau so Mm. that's where i'm at but you know that that's all as always man everything it seems like everything we uncover every every exploration every new discovery means more work means another reason to double down but um i'm excited man and and that excitement translates right into this space of just like you know being intentful about bringing y'all some heat bringing y'all that perico i was talking about as i alluded to earlier with my brother man 
What up? Hey, man. Then if you're going to get us at Perico, bring us into the first, first topic of the day, the stumble upon, my G. What did you stumble upon this week that we can break down with our people? Hey, man. This week, man, we saw we bringing something kind of old back, man. We bringing something that's been... You know, uh, we've discussed it many times, man. I think the first time we ever discussed it, uh, you were picking me up. You were coming. We were going to the library. You know, you pulled up to the crib. I ran down the steps to the, not even ran, bro. I kind of like, you know, came down the steps to the crib, backpacking Mosey. hand. Yeah, Mosey. Perfect. You with me? Because you remember. I know you. I see. I feel like I you remember this. Keep going. I came, keep going. So I came into the whip, opened the door. Oh, focus, silver, bucket with the bass tube in it. Oh, this man. This was back in the day. The, yeah, the shout old, out that the good, world, old, the good old, The good old Cadillac. <laughs> that mug smelled like burritos, no lechuga, books, sweat, <laughs> tears, paper. But man, <laughs> cigarettes. Oh, oh we man, was, the whole so thing. I jumped in there. Adderall. So I jumped in there. I was down. I was dejected. You know what I mean? And I turn to you and I go, bro, you ever feel like you ever get the notion that you the last real nigga left? Like, <laughs> ever get that feeling? And I want to ask y'all audience, man, do, you ever, do any of y'all sitting at home? Have y'all ever, ever just been at the crib or have an experience that just shows you that People aren't operating on the same basic rules of code, conduct, decency that you're operating on. And as you look around after an encounter like that, you're just like, am I the last real one out here? Like, what's going on, man? And so that's that's what that's not something I've recently stumbled upon, man. I remember bringing that discussion to you that first time in the whip, man. Ever since then, that's been something we've acknowledged, man. And sometimes you just feel like I'm the last real one. The last real one, bro. You ever feel like Yo, that? Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. But I kind of, I still want you to unpack what, what that means to be the last real one. Because to me, that concept, let me not even say that concept, where it stands from is just looking around and realizing that, man, a lot of dudes are like kind of very, very lame. A lot of dudes are very, very lame, especially in the ways that they, um, you know, conduct themselves around other men, around other women, especially a lot of dudes is just whack, 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 whack. They clothes, whack. They treatment of women, whack. <laughs> you right. feel me? The whole thing. So that that's where I get it. And, and also just realizing like a lot of people working towards clout more than anything. And it's, it's real niggas are a rarity. I'll, I'll tell you that, I'll put it that way, a rarity. And I want to make it clear that it's just like, yo, I'm somebody who's, I'm, I'm my whole, the way I move, the way I live my life is based around, right, um, a certain code of ethics, right? Some of that is family, some of that is culture, some of that is like just random hood shit that I've picked up. Some of it is, you know, just this things that I've made up to um, kind of just dictate what I will and won't compromise on, right? But at no point do I need everybody else to move exactly how I move or expect everybody else to have the understanding that I have, right? But there are some certain things that people just do and you're just like, wow, you, you like, and, and, and you'll see that 
and you see it repeated and you see that it's a norm and you're like, wow, this is, this is how we treat each other now. You know what I mean? This is how, this is how we do each other, bro. Like, and it just makes you feel like you're playing by a set of rules to be cool with and rock with your fellow mankind that nobody else is, is, is playing by and sometimes it'd be little stuff you know sometimes somebody don't hold a door open for you or stay your parking spot and you'd be like wow bro i would never and you would <laughs> but there are other times when real shit happens and you're just looking around like wow i'm really out here trying to do trying to really live um by this by these cold by these rules and sometimes it just seems like cutting corners is what gives you an edge and that's what's messed up. And it's also encouraged and promoted. The concept of of shortcuts is something that's so prevalent just in the way that in the way that business is conducted and how, you know, the ethics of business and how people do it. It's that's you know, chalk that up to capitalism or whatever if you want to, but the the value of taking the long road and putting in the grind and sweat equity is something that's lost in today's in today's nation of instant gratification. It's it's it it doesn't add up how quickly we need gratification versus how long it takes to put some like build something or invest in something that can lead to um, high gratification. It, it just doesn't make sense. So until then, we'll have forex traders and you know Herbalife and and the works. Just get rich now. Hey, ASAP, quick! Don't ASAP. get scammed out there, bro, man. Look, man, look. I that's think that's a whole... the biggest scam of all, right there. I don't mean to be triggering or anything, but I'm just saying there's 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 a lot of there's a lot of uh, flights being taken right now. I feel like that whole system has got is like that's like Scientology, bro. Like I'm scared to even talk <laughs> about it because I feel like if we even get close to messing up this system of transatlantic pacific flights that's going on it's going to be a deeper cabal that's going to mess us up that's going to come tap us on the shoulder and say hey keep that quiet man because hey yo shout out all the females bro that like i was gonna say i love it i love it that's that's i cannot do that yo there's i don't there's not enough red bull in the world to give me the wings (laughs) that some of the females that i know have got bro they are like Hey, get it how you live, sister. Like, I love get it. it how you live. How 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 get can men how can men finesse free flights out of women? How how does that work? Is that even possible? As a dude, how do you as a dude how do you travel on the budget and on the expenses that a lot of these baddies are tra- traveling on? In a relationship. in a full full and equal and healthy relationship in which one or both partners including the female partner has financial means there's females that i'm sure would be like hey i want to see you i'm willing to split or pay for your flight now look at what men have to go through you have to win the trust of this woman (laughs) i don't know how many men are getting flown out on the strength of the vibes we vibe so the the numbers are low bro i promise you the numbers are super low 
Now, some, now some, some of these women are paying for their own flights. Some of them. Some, some of these women are paying for some of their own flights. There's a lot of gray area in here. <laughs> but I don't know as many men who are paying for not all of their own flights. <laughs> <laughs> the most of the men I know are, are covering full expense, if anything, with a plus one. Hey, and I want to be very clear, man. Look, Numerous man, expenses, this is not, dude. This is, no, this, is, this is no, this is no shade, bro. This is, this is, I've chosen the life that I live. I've chosen the, you know, uh, measured and, uh, you know, within means non-extravagant life that I have, you know, and it's a result of my hustle and all of that. So no shade to anybody who is doing anything and everything they can by any and every and all means, I just think the shit is funny. I think, and I just want, I just want, hey, look, I'm a little jealous all over the place. Come on, man, for real. But no shade though. This is it's all love. And men, I don't even think we're allowed to to ask as a man for How a ticket. Happened? That has to that has to be gifted upon you, and you have to reject it at first. And then accept it under duress. I don't think you can lead with, can you buy me a ticket? I, that That is going on a group chat immediately. That is being screenshotted and shared in a group chat. <laughs> and they're going to tear you to shreds in that group chat. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't recommend <laughs> it. Like, that's, that's, that's bold. But what's, like... So I'm trying to think, right? Like, could it could it be possible? Because, all right, so you and I cook. We both cook, right? So Trend I know lightly. you. I know you. Oh, you mean up. literally? Oh yes. yes. Okay, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> <laughs> cook what? <laughs> cook what? What did they say? I cook. <laughs> Dude, nervous as a mug, bro. So yeah, we actually cook. So I'm talking about, and I know you wifed up and all that, but I'm saying like, is there a, is there a world where we take on all of the, yeah, I want to cook for you. Uh, what? I want to help you, you know, your apartment. What? I'm gonna help you get your feng shui right. Is there a world where you throw enough of that out there where she's like, oh, cause, cause this is how this happens, right? Guys talk to girl females and females be like, oh, what? Did you eat today? Well, you didn't eat. I need to make sure you eat. Well, yeah, I need you to come out here and take care of me, right? Well, I'm going to come take care of you. There's some, there's usually some type of cook for you, whatever, you know what Mater- I mean? Maternal acts of love. Ooh, nurturing. We can get to a deeper conversation about how much these niggas love to be nurtured, how much nurturing these niggas is looking for, bro. Hello? Hello? Yeah, I am a- I am a nurturer, nigga. <laughs> if you would like to continue nurturing me, <laughs> you All can right, find me in the small spoon for- position. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, you're the jetpack? Yeah, <laughs> nah. Sure. Look, so... And I grab my woman if she tries to roll over, too. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, ma'am, I'm not done being held. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this guy, look at this guy strong arming the nurture, bro. This is nuts. <laughs> this is strong arming the nurture. But I was gonna, I was just gonna say that I think there's a conversation to be had about the line between wanting a nurturing woman in your life and wanting a woman to take the emotional, take responsibility for your emotional baggage, carry you 
through your, you know, and, and people above. Some of these niggas want to date their moms. Somebody clean up after them. Cook for this guy. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Who's, who else said that? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. I think I think there's I think there's a lot. There's a paradigm shift where guys are not bringing as much to the table or not are not expected to bring as much to the table um, in certain circles. I'm put it like that. Yeah. Put it like that. But I digest. The the whole mother thing makes sense though. I mean, just in the sense of um, just in the sense of nature, right? It's uh, nature. It makes mimics and repeats itself, and so in that situation, your closest relation to you, let's say your the closest thing you have to literally giving you life and sustaining you and nurturing you. And that bond is first formed with your mother. And so you go about looking for that just for the pure purpose of, of self-preservation is that you are finding familiarity to something that has given you life. And that is how evolution works is by, you know, guiding us towards the things that give us life, which is why like the concept of trying to switch to another mother is a very hard transition for people to do, especially men, because that bond is something that is, that that is that is quite that is quite strong and so you everybody we know what a motherless man looks like you know dude just hopping around trying to find a mom like <laughs> it's like bro you're trying to make a mom out of all of your girlfriends and you're bouncing around heavily trying to do that that it's obvious what this comes from you know it's in the same way a fatherless daughter you know it's it's there's there's certain um the way you look at me now, you 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 giving me that tread lightly. <laughs> I just want to know if I'm too deep into the ice. Is all I'm trying to ask. Am, am I too deep into this frozen lake? You're not. Does it get cracky around here? It gets cracky around here. Look, I'll walk it back. All I'm saying is, <laughs> nature's lit. <laughs> nature's mad lit, bro. And we bring you that. <laughs> quote, quote me on. Quote me on that. <laughs> They just lit, dude. <laughs> nah, but I think yeah, I think just to just to put a bow on that on that this is a very interesting tangent, but just to put a bow on that, bro. Before before we talking about dudes watching dudes beat up other dudes, um, swag. I think yeah, I think I think there is just it does make sense that biologically, naturally, you're inclined to look for um, your mother and a partner, but I think there's also a point at which. I believe, and here we go talking about, you know, the codes that people do or don't live up to. I believe that as a man, there is a certain point at which you need to take, you need to be fully self-sufficient before you begin to look for that partner, which means you do need to be able to feed yourself, keep a house clean, balance your finances, you know what I mean? Like eat healthily, you know what I mean? You need to have, you shouldn't be looking for anybody to fix you, right? Whether either gender right? Any gender. Fix yourself. Get right. Nature's lit, bro. <laughs> Nature's lit, so bro. <laughs> yes, that's, that's the name of the episode. Nature's lit, bro. <laughs> Speaking about nature, jumping right into current news, we're getting into some of the most gruesome animal fighting, beast battling UFC card, bro. Wow, wow. Wow. That was a great card. That was an absolutely great card. That was a great card. 
That was a great was card. A good... And bro, like, shout out to the UFC and that growing kind of um, shout yeah, just shout out to their growth. It's really cool, like, to have something besides the NBA. Shout out also to the NBA's back, but um, it's cool to have something where like the guys can kind of rally around that. You know what I mean? Like for us to be chilling on a on a Saturday afternoon, Saturday morning, right? And for that to come across like, oh shoot, like there's a fight card tonight. And for all of us to jump on that, it's kind of like, it's cool, man. It happens more often than uh, boxing. Yes. And I just always really like that, the camaraderie of watching a fight, you know what I mean? So I'm glad that UFC is getting that shine and it's becoming more of a thing for, you know, homies to get together and, and check out check out the fight. Bad part about that is, uh, you start to get attached to fighters, man. You start to like certain people. And sometimes you see him get hurt, bro. You see him get put down. Bro, I don't think we've ever seen Ferguson being manhandled that way. But I've never seen Ferguson being manhandled that way. What Oliveira did to him, it was just pure dominance. It was very much, it was close to the the Izzy fight. Um, Izzy and what's the, the last battle that he had? It was Izzy and not Whitaker uh wasn't Whitaker I don't know it slips us yeah yeah but anyway is his last fight where he just completely dominated um dominated damn that's gonna bother me but with on a technical basis and you see in fact dude I think we should we gotta watch this video again of and and dudes know exactly where we go we're watching that arm bar uh that that is some of the most brutal that's some of the most brutal thing I've ever seen on the UFC. Yeah, but that also goes to Ferguson's just ability to like, you know, fight through the pain, bro. He knew, he knew how much time was left. He knew that dude had him, was gonna get him, and he was just like, Hey bro, you gonna break my arm or we gonna I'm gonna see you in this next round. You know what I mean? And that's that's a lot of heart. But unfortunately, you know, I think I tend to be I tend to uh, gravitate toward, you know, liking fighters that got a lot of heart. But sometimes, a lot of the time, you know, that heart meets that hard wall of technical skill, technical knowledge, and it just, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, age value is a real thing. Ferguson is 34, Oliveira is 31. I think I heard um, DC during the fight commentate and say that this kind of, you know, We've always wondered what would Ferguson look like against an elite grappler like Khabib because that fight is, you know, they've tried to make that fight happen five times and it hasn't come together. And if that's, if he's having problems, grappling issues like that with Oliveira, then it's very clear that Khabib would absolutely destroy him. All we'd have to do is just get a hold of him and just manhandle him again. Yeah. And as somebody who was looking forward to that fight, before this fight, I uh, I guess part of me is glad that it happened this way and not that way, um, because that would have been even more, uh, not defining, but like, you know what I mean? Even more punctuated of a defeat, right? Than Khabib. So, but man, shout out again to the heart of Tony Ferguson, bro. Like, it was amazing. That was a great fight to watch. Um, and I wasn't even the main... That, was that even wasn't the, even the main card. Main event. The main event. Listen, I'm going to go to the bathroom right quick. I need you to allow me to share. And <laughs> we bike. About to check out the Oliveira grapple. Yeah, it's going to be hard to watch. Even even knowing what 
let's share this let's share the sound a bit even knowing how this ends is still very very difficult to watch <laughs> he says cues it up makes the full screen <laughs> yeah yeah funny <laughs> Pete. I showed it to I showed it to my lady and uh she, yeah cuz she was saying like man I was hearing you guys scream scream at like you know she said I was hearing you guys screaming watching this thing i was like yeah come see this this is why she she was like oh my god oh my god oh my god it's, it's terrible so we're watching now coming to the arm bar oh my god oh my god dude it looks broken it looks broken it looks broken it's actually broken dude what's that what's that one two what's this boom ah ah when they untangle it, dude, it's broken. Dude, this guy, <laughs> this is hard to watch, dude. <laughs> it's this is all those years of before I'll start videos, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so they tear your brain, dude. All right, that's done. That's done. Damn, man. That's messed oh, up, that was like. Yeah, that's ugly to see. That's absolutely ugly to see. But hey, listen, again, the UFC, great fight. Uh, did you end up watching the main fight? Yeah, I did. That was actually a really good fight too. Um I didn't I didn't I don't know either of the guys, but that was a that was actually a really good fight too. Solid. So um uh, a fight at the Moreno, night. Moreno, I believe, won. It did? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should it should have. It was that was that was a great fight. I was actually kinda sad that we we logged off after the Ferguson fight as a as a squad. But yeah, no, it was. A, I mean, it was a great card. The, we had uh, Junior Dos Santos was earlier in the card. Um, I think he, I think he lost. I think, yeah, he lost. Um, but man, and even in the prelims, it was a couple of knockouts. It was like it was some savage knockouts in the prelims, bro. Like UFC is a good. It's a good watch, man. I can't. I very much look forward to being able to go out, get some wings and some drinks. Post up, watch it that way. Uh, shout out to Kevin Holland. I didn't uh, even go. What up? I was saying I would even go to a UFC fight. Like that's some. Oh yeah. That that has only really occurred to me over the time of COVID when it isn't possible. But yeah, bro. Like if they were at the United Center or something like that, I would definitely go check that out. Not that they would do that. Not that they typically do that, but. Yeah, whenever the chance arises. And we've tried to arrange it, but, you know, I think it would be fly to to do something like that in person and then, you know, put, pull it to recommended and reviews to, for our people. For our people. Yeah, for y'all, man. Always thinking about y'all, man. Mm-hmm. All y'all, never us, man. <laughs> and so that whole UFC conversation kind of leads us into the Logan Paul Floyd versus Floyd Mayweather fight that's supposed to be happening very soon. Um, I don't think we ever got a chance to, to talk on that particular thing, but it's, it's, I've, I've heard a lot of people give their takes on what they think about the state of boxing, you know, now moving into this, the celebrity death match esque, realm of entertainment you know um i think that in a day where in a, in a time where 
you have such great boxing talents like Earl Spence, uh, Crawford, um, uh, Ryan Garcia, Tank, uh, Fury. There's a there's a long list of top 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 quality boxers right now, and you know a high tides raises all seas. Now, what do I think about Floyd Mayweather doing this? Listen, a check, a check is a check, and if that man and that man is about a check, I think it's about to be light work. I think they're gonna put this boy to sleep. I think they're gonna dance on him. They're gonna chew him up like food. It's gonna be um, quite un. It's gonna be very um, unentertaining because think about it this way, bro. Does Logan Paul fight better than Floyd Mayweather? Then uh, sorry, then um, then uh, then uh, McGregor. Uh, no, I don't. no, Boxing? no, it doesn't matter in what, it doesn't matter in what he, I don't know anything about this guy, to be honest. You know what you definitely know about him though? What's that? He's not Conor McGregor. He's not a All two-time right. UFC division champ with one of the most accurate strikes in the game. All to say that if that guy God made a joke by Floyd Mayweather. What do you think this little kid is gonna? It's, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a, a kind of ugly to watch. Yeah, I don't anticipate it being very uh, technically or even professionally like a high level boxing fight. I think uh, we're in this space where everything is. Uh, they kind of it's funny because they're trying to make everything they're they're trying to make everything into boxing right they're putting everything is head to head right it's there's verses right and there's you know we just have this this love for just putting it's just like the cheap money maker even batman v superman ford versus ferrari like we just there's just always what's a big name is another big name put them together fight them fight them <laughs> <laughs> fight fight. to the death fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? I bet you if we fought, we'll get more views, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? There's just, I feel like, I feel like um, 1v1, fight it out, like, is is just a very easy thing to market, right? It's it's division, right? In a lot of ways, the, U, the U.S. has seen that in our political system, right? You like this? Well, I don't like that. And fight. this is my guy. That's your guy. Fight. You know what I mean? That's how. And um, I think it just speaks a lot to like where we are as a society, bro. Like, not to get all weird and trippy as I as I as I do in like Black Mirror-ish, right? But like, it speaks to like whenever you watch weird future like dystopian movies, they're always watching some weird trippy fight yeah. battle shit on TV. You know what I mean? And we're slowly, I think the way you put it, celebrity deathmatch is like, yeah, it's really, we're really getting to that point where, you know, people are, um, it's, it's funny because we, I was just, we were just talking about the growth of the UFC. And I think the professional aspect of it is also lifted with the amateur weird celebrity deathmatch aspect of it as people just have this demand for, this release this just you know there's and there's something clean about a fight too somebody wins somebody, somebody loses wins. you know what i mean somebody like 
what a lot of people are hoping for when they watch a fight is a knockout so that one person leaves the ring and it is definitive that the other person took that L. And I think we don't get that very often in our politics. There's a lot of gray. There's a lot of clouding. There's a lot of obfuscation, right? There's unsatisfying resolutions, even to, you know, shows and movies and TV. We saw Game of Thrones take a huge crap at the end of the season. We've seen, you know, other shows like just not be able to deliver on, on strong runs of content that are complex. And I think fights and just you versus you. Uh, I feel like we're, we feel a lot safer and more comfortable in the fact that this will be entertaining because somebody might get knocked out, whether that's an actual knockout or metaphorically or, you know. I would love to see this go past just YouTubers and find its way into hip hop and into all other aspects of pop culture. It's just like, I bet um, <laughs> Tiger Woods and Steph Curry fight. <laughs> see what happens. I don't want to see that. That, that's, you know so that is celebrity deathbed. That's literally what that is. That's literally For what sure. that is. And bruh, I, um, I I might be more inclined to watch something like that or to to find the shift towards something like that funny if I didn't feel in my heart like black people were going to be the ones to getting fucked in that. The majority of us as entertainers, the majority of us as um, like athletes, I so think. True. I, yeah, you know what I mean? Like in those in those spaces, the people that are going to get picked to fight, the people that are going to get pitted against each other are so often going to be black that I just don't, it's not the, let us own it. Let it be about something like music. Let it be versus, you know what I mean? Versus. Let it be, let it be that, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I don't need to see even, yeah, bro. Even like I said, I think I even commented on it on the Tyson Roy Jones fight. Like I was watching that fight. Like I don't need either of these men hurt. I don't need their legacies hurt. I don't need their bodies hurt. I don't yeah. need this I'm cool watching it. I love that. As a younger person, I get to see kind of a Tyson fight, but I didn't. I to me, it's it's none of it's worth it for what what's being risked, right? As soon as we lose uh somebody dope black that we fuck with, even watching Nate get knocked out, like bro, I would rather have this none of that had happened. Like at I all. mess with as a Bulls as a Bulls fan, I mess with Nate Robinson heavy, bro. There was a couple seasons where Nate Robinson was going crazy for the Bulls when we didn't have anybody making us watchable. Uh, that's the watchable. See, bro, y'all ain't ready. Um, but that's what I'm next that's level I'm, podcast stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. I didn't I would much rather that that didn't happen. And I feel that way about even some fights that I feel like people would be excited about. I feel that way about this Mayweather, even though I'm sure the guy that I like that I would rather have win, Mayweather is gonna win. I would rather this wasn't happening, bro. Yeah, unnecessary. Yeah, big facts. Well, there you have it. Also, um, Anthony Joshua Ford, uh, Rajov, I believe, was a, um, a Russian fighter. Anthony Joshua is the is the United United heavyweight uh, heavyweight champion of the world. Uh, lost to Andrew Ruiz, beat him again. He fought. Uh, he knocked him out. Cool fight. Cool fight. And for me personally. Anthony Joshua is not is not the most exciting fighter for me. He's not the most explosive heavyweight. He's not the most technical heavyweight. He it's 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 very 
yeah, it's it's it's, it's uncompelling fighting too. And I say that, mind you, not having a lick of the skills that Anthony Joshua has, but from an entertainment point of view, and from a viewer, I think I'm well justified in being able to critique on the entertainment value of a certain fighter. And on the list of the heavyweights that I enjoy watching, Anthony Joshua would have to be close to the bottom of the top guys, you know, for that. And if we're going to also, if we're talking all of boxing, then it's even lower. And if all of fighting sports, then it's way lower. You want to fight, bro? I'm down. Pull up. You know what I mean? Nah. uh, Take this podcast to another level. Yeah, very fast. Um, <laughs> Recommended nah, I'd, review. I'd, 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 I'd wash you, but uh, what I was saying, would you want to learn wash my how to butt? Fight? Go on. <laughs> Go on. Would you want to learn? Would you want to learn how to uh, fight? Would it, would taking up martial arts in like a serious capacity interest you? I know you're into um, meditation, yoga, and it almost seems like martial arts might be the next. It could be. development from that. It could be. And like the episode that we said that we did last week, go ahead and check it out. Some fuego. Uh breaking down hobbies and and um what do yeah, I think we called it hobbies, just recreational activities and hobbies. The life that I want to live is one of continuous searching of um uh, myself in those different types of hobbies. And definitely I I think combat is up on is high up on there for sure. With that. Look at us. Look at the range, man. Look at that, man. Where else? We don't have enough of that in the world, man. You know what I'm saying? Black men that are projecting and manifesting a beautiful future, man. I was talking about fishing and stuff, man. This dude is talking about becoming another spiritual being altogether, man. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? This is a beautiful talk, man. Go check out the last episode, bro. We out here, bro. We out here. We out here. Look, 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 look. Yo, this this episode is fire. This episode is fire. I feel like we're feeding the people today. Cooking with gas. I think, I think, yo, let's keep it rocking. Let's keep it rocking because the last podcast, the last topic is equally as exciting. And what we're getting into today, Miles, if you don't mind introducing it. Yeah. Black leads, black male leads today. We can do, we should, we'll double down as we always do and do black female leads at some point. But I wanted to, I just wanted to have a conversation, man, about, um, so I don't know if we got to beat around the bush. We know who the goat is, right? Zale, young Zale. Young Zale got to be the goat, right? So young we'll, let's get that let's get that out the way first and foremost. But as as he kind of um transitions to the equalizer 5, uh you know what I mean? Like he's Zale is Jay-Z to the film game. He don't got to do nothing else. He done enough. You, you would, and, and, and just in case y'all wanted, y'all y'all have forgot, go watch Fences. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If y'all wanted to see that, Denzel still will act the pants off you motherfuckers. Yeah. So like acting hard. So we don't gotta, we don't really gotta talk too much about who the king is. But in this space now, who are some of the people that excite you? Who are some of the people that when you see in a movie, you're like, oh okay, I wanna, I wanna check that out. Black male leads that make you um. Ha, that's funny. But black male leads that make you want to check to see a film that excites you. Um, do you have a list with you, or do you want me to just go through some of the names and the, some of the black names that we that are there? So I have I have one person in mind that is like when I see they're in a movie, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. 
Um, so I think it's perfect that you have a list and we can talk about some of the people on your list. And I want to see if that person comes up. Is that person, let me try guessing them. If it's not John David Washington, would I, I would definitely then have to say Mahershala Ali is the answer. If it's not Mahershala Ali, then Ashton Sanders okay, wait. is where I'd put you. You're running, you're running through them, but nah. That's I, the, we'll double back, but the options that I, you know, the you said. Those are all great, see. but nah. Okay, then talk to me. Wait, who who you got? Uh, I'll go at the end because I want to talk about some of these, some of the people that are on the list. We'll go through the list and then at the end I'll talk about, if we don't hit that person, I'll talk about that person. But Mahershala, that, that's a bad man. Mahershala is a great actor. Mahershala is a great actor. If you haven't seen Green Book, check Mahershala and Green Book. It's fantastic. Check out True Detective season three. Three. I think it's season three. Season yeah, three. he bodies that. Um, Moonlight bodies um, it. He actually does a fire job in uh, Luke Cage. He's the bad guy in Luke Cage. He's in House um, of Cards. Yes. <laughs> Early Bruh. House of Cards days. Can people still watch House of Cards? Is that still I really still want to on dude. Netflix? <laughs> I think so. Something like that, dude. House of Cards is so good. Hey man. It's canceled. House of Cards is so good. Um Marissa, fired. Chadwick, R.I.P. 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 Um, did he have the chops to make it in my opinion? Um Yo, shout out uh Disney and Marvel for not replacing him as the Black Panther in the in the movie series. That's um oof, we might have just stumbled into a, another really good conversation, but Run it. something like that, Disney saying that they're not gonna replace Chadwick Bozeman is the type of decisions that some of the creators out here that I have a lot of respect for are fighting for. And it's not about the amount, the dollar amounts in contracts. It's not about it's, about, it's about ownership and it's about things that shouldn't be written into contracts in the first place. And it's about morality, having the space to trump what you can make somebody sign and what you can, what can earn you the most amount of dollars. So I think that that move is a dope one. I think that, that kind of ties to Dave Chappelle and Netflix and them taking down the Chappelle show um, at, at his request. Uh, I think a lot of that, I think what that, a lot of what that, those movements are about gets lost. What those moments are about gets lost. It's not necessarily Dave Chappelle whining because he's not getting paid. It's Dave Chappelle making a moment that shows people that it shouldn't be possible for a corporation to own a person and them to get nothing. There shouldn't, that contract never should have been written that way in the first place, whether or not they found a young, talented person who was willing to sign it, right? So I digest. But yeah. Hey man. Well said, well put. Out, I love it. I love it. Um, we keep going. John Boyega. I like John Boyega, bro. Have you seen um the movie he did that before Star Wars? The, the zombie movie? Attack the Block, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah, it's Attack the Block. It's Attack the Block. I think so. Interesting. Interesting. He's a young guy. He's a young cat. Yeah, that's an interesting look. That's a inter- That's a good. 
back catalog stumbled upon, right? When you uh, are when you like an actor and you're looking through some of the old stuff they did that you're not familiar with, Attack the Block is was better than I thought, and I was surprised I hadn't heard anything about it before. Um, this is what we're gonna do, right? I'm gonna run through some names because there's a, a few of them. The ones that we want to give a quick review for, do a quick review for. The ones that we want to dive into, if you think we should slow it down, then we slow it down on that. Okay. Wait, real quick. Who was the last dude you said, Austin? Who's that dude? Who is that? That is the yeah. dude from, he was on Wu-Tang. The doc, the, he played oh, the, the young cat. The dude the that's in cat. Native Son. That dude Native is also Sun. a fire actor. Yes. Yes. That, that dude is also a fire actor. Yo, shout out. I don't know his name off the top of my head, but shout out to the, the kid who plays Franklin Saint on Snowfall, too. That guy's. Yes, that yes, 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 yes. Wow. Good catch. Good catch. That kid bodies that. Europe, uh, he's a yeah. British actor, too. Yeah, that dude. And if you haven't watched Snowfall, yo, you sleep. You sleep, sleep. Um, sleep. Let's, let's hit the heavy hitters. John David Washington. Is that your pick for next leading man? He's not, but I like John David Washington. Um, I thought he did a good job carrying Tenet. He's charismatic. Um, I, and yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see him in more stuff, but I don't seeing his name in a movie doesn't automatically make me think it's going to be a movie that I'm going to like, you know, he doesn't have that yet, but I do like, mm -hmm. I do like what I've seen him do so far. Um, as you said, he, he carried tenant as far as he could. Um, great. I think the standout performance was him in black Klansman. Um, he was also in HBO's Ballers. I didn't get to check much of that, but seeing him in Tenant gave me a pretty, you know, it allowed me to see the many different ways that I could see him assuming a lot of the, the leading black men roles. He's very suave and whatnot. And, you know, it's an alternative to, uh, sexy guy, Michael B. Jordan. Right. Yeah. And sexy guy. Yeah. He just won, um, world sexiest man. Mm, one of those magazines so shout out to him that's fire also i think he's dating snow Legger, which like hey bro this guy about that this guy um, michael, yeah. michael b michael uh, b we need a we need we need a, a buff a buff sexy flexi dude man it's important in hollywood and michael b is gonna be the perfect that i i, I want to push like i want to I'm in a space where, yo, I support Michael B. Jordan, but I don't, he hasn't really blown me away with any of his performances outside of, well, nope, actually, that's not true. I take it back. Because Fruitvale Station is pretty good. That's a great Fruitvale movie. Fruitvale Station is, is, a great, is a great Michael B. Jordan movie. Old Michael yeah. B., but great. And the, and the shorty who plays his girlfriend in that movie bodies that role, too. So bodies I'll it. take that back. Yeah. But I want, I want Mike, Michael B. Jordan to do more i want him to really continue to push himself and not settle just to be the sexy flexi dude i want i want i mean i want all black people to win but i want him to be as great as he can be i think it'd be very easy there's an easy lane for him to just coast on his looks and the persona he's developed so far but i want him to continue jamie fox it jamie fox um just for the note michael b Jordan did recently drop a a, a movie where he is he's a he's a he's a lawyer or something in it i, I haven't seen it particularly 
yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not entirely too sure. Not entirely too sure. But if we continue with that with heavy hitters, um Daniel Kaluuya. Uh what do you that, think about Daniel Kaluuya? I think I think Get Out is a fire movie, obviously. But what do you think about him and watching him and other stuff? I loved Daniel Kaluuya. The first my first introduction to him was in the Black Mirror episode. Yeah. Uh, I think it's 10,000 miles or something like that. Where 10,000 points. Credits. 10,000 credits, whatever the case is. That was my first introduction to him. I loved it. I loved it. I thought that was an incredible performance. I was very happy. He blew me away and get out. Very great. Uh, did the same thing in, in Black Panther. It was cool. Uh, Queen and Slim, I appreciated his presence on screen. I think he's got a very... He's got a he's got a very unique presence on screen, and I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd say the same. I I'd say he's got a very unique presence. He's got a comfortable presence on screen. Um, he's very he's very believable without making you feel like you know I'm watching Daniel Kaluuya. You know, what I mean, he, you're still watching the character, um, but he's still recognizable. I think that's I think he's still, I think he's dope too. Very much so. Like our next name, the Keith Stanfield. Is that, that the my one? guy. That my guy right there. Is that the one? That's my guy, man. Go That's ahead. My guy. Break it down for us. Why? Lakeith Stanfield chooses roles that I think are always interesting. I think that he brings a vulnerability to characters. Like there's, there's sometimes you could t- watch an actor and tell that they don't. They don't want to make too ugly a facial expression or they don't want to, you know what I mean? They're just kind of in a box of still wanting to look a certain way, even while portraying whatever emotion. And you see him just kind of go, go for it, man. From mm-hmm. Get Out, where he's playing the dude that's, uh, who's body been body snatched, um, to Sorry to Bother You, which is a very strange movie, but for him to, like, be the core and tethering you to reality in the in that in such a strange movie that's fire his role i'm pretty sure he's in selma um as one of the the protesters he just picks just picks amazing roles and i'm really looking forward to um atlanta oh man yeah that one's even too easy though that's my that's one of my favorite television characters of all time darius from atlanta mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, I rock with that character heavy. But um, there's a new film coming out, Judas and the Black Messiah, about Fred Hampton, where Daniel Kaluuya, I think, plays Fred Hampton. And Lakeith Stanfield plays uh, a part of the COINTEL operation that infiltrated the Black Panthers. Um, and the Fred Hampton story is near and dear to my heart. And I that him choosing to be the star of, of that movie and choosing that role and being selected for that role just reaffirmed like, man, Lakeith Stanfield is that is that guy to me. That name, when I see that in a movie, that excites me. I want to check that shit out. Um, great actor. We pointed out Atlanta. Absolutely loved him in it. Can't talk about Atlanta without talking about Donald Glover. Where do you place him? Yeah, Donald Glover is... Um... He's fun. Man, Donald Glover is the same. I feel the same way about him in everything except Atlanta. Like, from hip-hop to the Lando uh, Star Wars movies, like, 
it's always fun to see Donald Glover. It's always he's 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 fun, and I think he brings a positive energy to all of the projects um, that he that he works on. Atlanta is the only thing that, and it's my and it's one of my favorite shows of all time. Well, one of my favorite with some of my favorite characters of all time. Um, but that's the only thing of Donald Glover's Childish Gambino that has really slapped slapped for me. But that's mm. enough. Hey man, and obviously we we aren't skipping over your Idris Elba and your Anthony Mackies, but you know we're talking about young new leading actors in this field, and you know that's that's where we are with it. But that's a solid list. As Miles said, we're gonna double back do a leading females, uh, black females actress list. I think that list is gonna be super super exciting. Um, you know, h- hello, I appreciate you, hello Laura Harrier. <laughs> Hello, Laura Harrier. See, see, see. Don't mess it. Don't use. I was just about to tell you. I was gonna let you pick one, and then I was gonna come up with a list of leading ladies, and we was gonna see if I found your one. But you already let me know. You pick another one, and I will come up with a list. Hello, Laura. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, brother. Nah, been... <laughs> to... Yeah, let me tell this, Laura. Beautifully manicured hands. Come for that neck, boy. Listen, man, listen, man, listen, man. This has been, this has been, this has been. Wow. I, we knew that this was going to be a hot one. Uh, why don't you land us, Brother Miles? Why don't you land this plane for us one time? Hey, bro, we knew it was going to be a hot one. We knew that we was going to come in straight with that A1 Perico for y'all today, man. Nowhere to go but up in here, man. You know, you you hear it. My brother said something to me that resonated with me the past week is that this right now, what we're trying to do is we're just trying to find our voice in here. You know, we're trying to find the balance. We're trying to find how we can give y'all as much information, as much positivity, as much love, as much facts, as much realness, as much all of that. You know what I mean? We're trying to, we're trying to, we're trying to work it out, man. So we're keeping all of that in mind. Plus we know, we know, and we know. We aware that you got too many choices. We know when it comes to choosing the podcast, and that's why it's part of the reason why we appreciate y'all so much for rocking with all the way live, live in the sense that we're celebrating life, live in the sense that we're celebrating celebrating, live in the sense that we're celebrating how good it feel to be black. Don't it feel good every day, every day, all the time when we celebrating. And we live in the sense that you're hearing us work all of this out in real time. You know what I mean? So like that, with this beautiful fire flame of an episode, we leave you. Till next time. Peace. Love. Water. We gone.